0: Hey everybody, welcome back to a new episode of Girls Are Players 2. I don't really know what to do because I'm in the studio without my cohort, so if I say I'm Heather, I don't have anybody to say I'm Brooklyn, so my intro is a little off, but I do have a guest host today, Samantha Clark. Hey Sam. Hey. <laughs> so, you're like, Hey. <laughs> So we had you on. You were one of our very first guests. I guess you were like probably our second, but it was episode 4. Um we had you on for The Heart of Songwriting, but you've been our most popular episode. So, you've like almost doubled the downloads of your episode than everybody else's episode so how's that feel to kind of this is crazy i um, mean like well
1: it feels i'd like to thank the academy um <laughs> no it's
0: just <laughs> well we had no, rico crazy. we had rico yeah. and we had cat and i was like okay this is gonna turn into a competition like we're gonna see who <laughs> can get the most but like rico and cats is like right there beside each other's yours just blew out of the water so um, I guess I know I don't
1: all the times that Rico's like I'm the funniest
0: you can go well you know what I'm the most popular so
1: Ooh, you can win I that I'm still doing that yeah. yeah I'm never the most popular anything <laughs> so I'm totally gonna take that but I lied on accident in my episode oh no so can I yeah that now? yeah so, <laughs> I didn't know I lied I mean it wasn't is purpose, your name obviously. really not Samantha <laughs> no <I don't> no <laughs> No, so I mean, so I think Brooklyn asked me in the episode like how long I had been writing and um I think I or writing songs. Uh, and I think I just like off the cuff was like, Oh, that first song I wrote with Rob was 2013, so that's ten years. So I guess ten years. I didn't think anything about that at all. Well, Rob heard it and texted me and he was like, Um, hey, I don't <laughs> I don't think that's right. And I was like, What do you mean? And so he said we that was only like four years ago and so I started doing the math I was like oh my gosh it was only I "I don't I don't have any idea where I got 10 years from or 2013 I don't I don't know and so the four years made so much more sense because you were in the episode talking about how you were like proud of me for like really jumping into it lately and all of that and so the four years
0: made a lot more sense but I said 10 years. I didn't mean to lie. It was an accident. I just thought maybe you were like a closet songwriter and you just hadn't told anybody. And, you know, some people do that. They're like, I have this Mm -hmm. hobby. I don't really tell anybody. And then all of a sudden you're like, okay, now I've like made some connections. So I just figured I was like 10 years is, but maybe she's just now talking about it. That kind
1: of is true. Yeah, there's some truth to that. Um, And I actually mentioned that to one of my co-writers when he was down here. And I was like, yeah, I lied on there on accident. And he was like, what <laughs> happened? So I told him. And he was like, well, maybe you wrote the lyrics in 2013. And I was like, oh, maybe I did. So it may, really, it may not be a lie. But I just don't, I want to correct the right, you know, I don't but your want your to be... The
0: first time you like officially said, okay, I've written a song with somebody. I had was a song. Your, well, that's yeah. not long at all. Yeah. You've been no, pretty successful no. doing a bunch of the things that you've done going to the conferences and stuff in the past four years. So that's even more yeah, impressive. Yeah, yeah,
1: I'm, I'm, you know, I know this episode isn't about that, but I just didn't. I wanted to correct the
0: record. <laughs> I don't know, but you, know, you so do know that you lie. didn't have to, but you know, nobody would have ever known but Rob. And I'm oh, excited no. that Rob but listened. That's exciting. yeah, he
1: did. He was so excited. He said, um, he was, yeah, he, he listened and he was excited about it. And he didn't, it wasn't like he was chastising me or anything, we were laughing about it forever because we were like going back and forth like are you sure? will this happen then? and he's like and finally he was just like I'm just going to look it up. <laughs> so he looked it up and he was like yeah. So he found like the original one and time stamped it so it was really
0: funny. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, yes. welcome back. Thank you for jumping yes. on. Um Brooklyn has moved. She has moved out of the oh, house. Yeah. She has moved into yeah. the sorority house. So she is officially a sorority house girl. Um, and she is at dance camp all week. So dance camp runs from like nine it's to a nine. Every week. Um, well, just this week. They start school next week. Um, but we got her moved. My aunt had a big 50th wedding anniversary party Saturday night. Brooklyn, <laughs> as of Sunday morning, had packed two boxes. Um, so, oh my gosh, she took two boxes of stuff and everything else I had packed um, for her. <laughs> so uh, we moved her Sunday, Sunday night. Um, they have fight song, which is the MTSU fight song. They do mm-hmm. every year have like a theme this year is like a space theme and she's the fight song chair. So she has to coordinate all the fraternities and sororities getting together, practicing, learning the choreography, all the costuming, all of that. Wow! They have that from like 10 to 12 at night. Um, so by the time she does dance camp from t- nine to nine, fight song from 10 to 12, didn't really leave a lot of time for mama. So um, she's going to get a, a bypass this week. Um, so I don't know if you are lucky or unlucky to be the one I picked to do this with me, but hey. today we're yeah. gonna do best and worst advice that we've ever been given. So this should be fun. All and right. here's what's funny is you know, sometimes your best advice is somebody else's worst advice. So this is my disclaimer to our listeners is this is purely the opinion of myself. And Samantha. <laughs> yes. yeah. Because some of this, like... I Feel it was, free to disagree. Yeah, some of this is like, I would be like that. I think that's good advice. But other people have experiences that it's bad advice. So, this should be fun. So, we're going to start with a best advice. Sam, I'm going to let you go first. Tell us the... Okay. And, and We don't have to rank them in. This is my top best advice ever. Um, this could be... Uh, this is just the first one I wrote down, so I'll let you go first. Okay.
1: Uh, my first one is you don't have to explain yourself to anyone. Oh, that's, I really, yeah. So I have a really good friend named Beverly and we were, um, at lunch one day and we were with a large group of people from work and I said something and I went to like, explain more about it. And she stopped me and said, You do not have to explain yourself to anyone. And I don't know. It just was like such a big thing to me that she said that because I over explain everything because I just want everyone to be on the same page. If I am telling you something, then I want you to understand exactly what I'm saying. And I want you to know that you understand what, like you're hearing what I'm trying to say and it's accurate. And so I don't think that's bad, but I do get carried away with. Sometimes people aren't going to understand and sometimes you just have to let things be what they are.
0: Yeah, I think that, that that's I know, think that that's good advice. And I mean, I think sometimes too when you have people that you surround yourself with that you don't have to explain that respect you for your decision. You know what I'm talking about? It's like you don't have to explain. I got you. Oh, that's you know, good. like I, I think that that's probably why that meant so much to you because in that moment she was like, Look, I've got your back. Like you don't have to you mm-hmm. don't have to convince me to buy in to what you're doing here or what mm-hmm. you're saying. Um yeah. so yeah, that's yeah. some good advice. I like I like Bev yeah. Beverly. And you said her name was Beverly. Oh yeah, I called it. I didn't like make that, that, that up. That's, okay. why you that? Yeah. Oh, that is fine. No, that's what I call her. All right, mine is, mine comes from my mom, and it was the year 2000, 2001, I don't remember one of those years, Um, the Predators, when they had their patrol tryouts, were advertised, and I really wanted to go, but I just, like, didn't have the confidence to go, and mom used to say, if you don't go and at least try, you're automatically going to get a no, and so... Oh, that's that, so good. That's advice like I've continued to even give Brooklyn. Like, if you don't even try, you got to know. If you at least try, you have a 50% chance that you're going to get a yes. And so I think that that's one thing like I would encourage people, like, even if it's something that you've never done before, and you, if you don't even try, you're never going to know what you could do. I went, I, I made it, I did it for three years. But had I, mom not given me that advice, I may not have. You know, my li- like, that's a critical point in my life of who I met and, and the direction it went. Like, if I had stayed home, my life would be on a completely different path right now. So um, yeah. I, I just think that's one of those important things to just always go and try. And I'm sure you still apply that to yourself now, right? Yeah. I was trying, <laughs> I was trying I'm to sure. think of an example <laughs> of, like, when I've... I guess that like, it's more like, <laughs> I've used it more on Brooklyn here recently. I don't really do anything.
1: Well, but you take risks like in your job and other things like you, you put yourself out
0: there and, and do things. Um, I think. Well, I, and that, this is not advice that I have written down, but that does. I I, I tell my team all the time that I didn't become successful in my career. Taking the easy way. Like the way mm-hmm. that I feel like you grow as a person, whether it be personally or professionally, is that sometimes you have to be a bit of a risk taker and put yourself out there and be willing to like, um, what is the thing, you know, what if I sink or swim and it says, oh, but what if you fly? Like, it's one of those things like, yeah, you mm-hmm. may jump off the cliff and crash and burn. And you got to clean your mess up and start over again. But what if you jump off that cliff and you fly? And if you don't even try, mm-hmm. you don't know, you know, what is the limit for you. So... That's so good. All right. Your next yeah. one. Number three. Okay. Um, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Oh, that one comes that's- from the big book.
1: Bam. Matthew seven twelve. <laughs> so, yeah, that's just, you know, the golden rule. <laughs> the golden rule. But it's so good, you know, because, I mean, it's so much more than just, like, surface level. Hey, if you would want someone to open the door for you, open the door for other people, you know, it's so much more than that. It's like. You have to put yourself in other people's situations and think through how would I want to be treated if I was in that situation, you know, like it's so much deeper than that. So for me, that's a big one that, um, I think about.
0: I can remember being in elementary school and my teacher would have that written. You're going to laugh when I say this on a, you know, like bulletin board, like edging, or mm-hmm. border, whatever you want to call it, it would be like a golden <laughs> ruler. <laughs> and they would have written that on the golden ruler. So it was the golden rule. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you can't put oh that up God. in a classroom today. I guarantee that's probably not still. But I can't remember that being in many classrooms as a, as I was a child.
1: Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's good for everyone. You know, if you don't believe in the Bible, like you, it still applies as a human, yeah. you know?
0: Be kind as you want them to treat you good. Exchange that back and forth with them. Yeah. 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 All right. That's my next one. This is number four. Um, This is probably some of the best advice I've ever gotten in my entire life. This came from my aunt, Linda. It is my mom's brother's wife. And when Brooklyn was a baby, I mean, it was like the first week I had her home, she was like crying all the time. She wouldn't stop me. I, I fed her. I've chased her diaper 87 times. Wow. I've rocked her, you know, like I've done everything <laughs> and I literally can remember her, I had laid her in the floor of her nursery. I was like on my knees, like kneeled down, like right in front of her face, like in like a fetal position, looking at her, like, I don't know what else to do with you.
1: And oh, bless your
0: heart. My aunt worked for a the pediatrician's office she was the nurse so i call and i was like she's crying yeah I mean, you know it's like so dramatic I don't know what to do. she's broken you know she won't <laughs> stop crying and i can't sleep you know i'm sure i was overly dramatic and my aunt said at the time let her cry she's a baby she is a new baby. She doesn't know what to do, and, but she knows how to make noise, and that may be what she's doing. She may not be crying. You've met all of her needs. She's not wet. She's not hungry. You've met all of her needs. She may just not know what to do, so she just makes noise. And she was like, and you're a mom, new mom, and so you're all stressed out, so let her cry. And so I hung up the phone, and I remember still being in the fetal position staring at her you know, and sure enough, the kids stopped crying. And like, that was some of the best advice. It was like, I, every time she makes a noise, I don't have to pick her up and tend to her. Like sometimes you just mm-hmm. have to let, and I guess that feeds on over today. Sometimes you just have to let people cry. You just have to let them get it out. They may not know why they're crying. <laughs> they may need something. They may not yeah. just let them get it out. But that was some of the best advice that I've ever gotten in my life was that night from my aunt Linda. So
1: that's great advice though because you I mean she is feeding off your energy too I mean I had to learn that too because I was just a worried, you know just worried and stressed out mom too I mean I think probably every mom would go through that with a newborn baby you know that well I mean I just would assume but it's so difficult um and when you don't know what's going on but I remember being that way with Catherine and then I wouldn't know what to do. And Rico would come in and he's so calm and he's very good with babies. And I mean, I'm good with them now, but at the time I wasn't. And so he'd just come in, she would just stop, just out of nowhere. But I think it's because he was like, She's okay. He was calm, and yeah. Him knowing she, he was calm and he knew she was okay. And so that helped her know she was okay. And so when for you, when your aunt told you that, it gave you the freedom to like not worry. Yeah. Because you knew she was okay. Yeah. You know, does that
0: make sense? It does. Time? It totally does. Yeah. We still feed off each so other yeah, like that, true. Samantha. Unfortunately, she gets worked <laughs> up. I get worked up. <laughs> she, cal- she calms down. I'm still worked up.
1: <laughs> I calm down. Well, she's life. worked up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All that's right. Life. And especially when it's, you know, mom and, you know, teenage, you know, early
0: adult daughters. You yes. Know. Yes. Alright. I think it's your turn. All right. Is it your turn? Number it's my turn. five. I think that's what we're on. Okay. Five. Yeah. Um. So this one from my dad.
1: Uh, Judge each person and situation on their own.
0: Yes. And on its own. Yes.
1: So he was very big about that Um. growing up. Like he he did not want us to be general in how we felt about things. He was very much like you decide for yourself, you, you know, when you meet someone or know someone, you, you judge that person or situation on its own, and you gather your thoughts and opinions off of that, not off of other things, so.
0: Well, and this one kind of goes to the, remember how earlier I said sometimes good advice, maybe somebody else's bad advice, you know how they always say, if you were to walk a mile in my shoes, well, this one would be a perfect example of, the The mile you walk in my shoes may be a completely different path. So, like that, that advice. Okay. Even when you think about, it, you have to judge everybody's, or not judge. What was it? Was it judge or don't judge them based on?
1: Well, I mean, it's you're judging, but it's not in. An, you're not being judgmental. You know, you're learning about the person. I don't know, if judge is the right word, but that is what I said. Well,
0: and um, how they handle it may not be how you handle it. So you can't. Yeah. You can't judge them based on that because. You know, yeah, we haven't walked a mile I mean, in their shoes, it's and not we not do the apples same way. I, right, that's yeah. a better way to put it. <laughs> no, you're, 80, yeah, eighty-seven that's... words that I said, you summed up in three. <laughs> 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 apples to apples, Heather. <laughs>
1: no, you made total sense. I enjoy hearing everything you just said
0: i do that at work sometimes and i just like i always laugh because our preacher pat you know he's like i'm gonna tell you what i'm gonna tell you and then i'm gonna tell you and then i'm gonna tell you you what i just told you i say that all the time at work and i do it and i'm like these people have to think that i am a rambling idiot half the time because i told them what i'm gonna tell them and then i tell them what i want to tell them and then i tell them what i just told them um but that you know well that's okay it stuck out at least at least i listened to something pat said right (laughs) yeah well you listen to a lot he says come on all right the next one comes from my dad and we've always been told nothing in life is free but there is free money in this world and my dad gave me the advice to contribute to my 401k many 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 years ago and he was like Heather just put the money in before you ever get a paycheck, when you start a job, just put the money in. You'll never miss it, and the company is going to match if you have a company match, of course. Um, that was some of the best advice that Dad ever gave, and it's very true. That is it's really, truly advice. free money. So um, that thank you, Father, for allowing me to begin to start my retirement fund. So when I'm yeah, 87 and have three years of life, I will be able to <laughs> – I got a thing the other day it was like here's your social security like update you know oh my goodness Um, and I just feel like it's so close but yet so far away to be like 67 I mean that's still 20 something years well I've been getting
1: those things in the mail forever because somewhere in some database somewhere my birth year got messed up to my birth year is eighty three and this birth year was sixty three. So people think in these databases that I'm already retirement age. And so I've been getting or close to it or maybe it was 53 or 43. I don't know. It was like way earlier than what it was supposed to be. And so I get like all the stuff about funerals and paying for. You've
0: been in the AARP all, I, since you were 17, right? Yes.
1: All <laughs> that stuff. Like I get all the things and I, I called them. i like, why am I, what is like, I'm, this is meant for a different person. They're like, no, this is what the, the birth date that we have. And I said, okay, that's wrong. Can you fix it? And he was like, yeah. And he started laughing. He was like, yeah, we can fix it, but it's in all of the databases. So it's not going to stop. And I was like, okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, but that was great
0: advice from your dad. <sighs> really good. All right. Okay. Next one. Uh, number next one. So number seven, is that what we're on? Number seven.
1: Yes. Number seven. Um, So, I don't know how to go into this one. Um, For people who struggle with uh, panic attacks, anxiety attacks, and so forth, this is some advice uh, that I have. Um, It is to count, if you are having, which panic attacks and anxiety attacks are different, but um, it can work for either. If you are having an attack, uh, count backwards from 100 by threes. And I got that advice from Will Friedle. He is um, an actor and voiceover actor. He was on the show Boy Meets World, if anybody knows that. But he deals with, he has a, has dealt with anxiety for a really long time. And that was some advice I got from him. Um, and it works so well. So it like 97, incredible.
0: 94, mm-hmm. 91. Yep. Okay. I'm going to try mm-hmm. that next time because yeah. I do yeah. suffer from that. Yes. Yeah, and it, it, it. I think is a big it going to call me more is... panic when I realize I can't count backwards in threes? <laughs> no, well that's. I think that's a part of it. It's like
1: because I wondered that too. I was like, man, it's been a long, you know. But it's like the focus you put on doing that it is a good distraction and it helps your body and mind calm down. That is the point of it, I think. It's not like you're being timed or taking a test or something. You know what I mean. And so like it's just you're thinking through I don't know if it uses a different part of your brain like I don't really know this I don't know how that really works but um I know that the first time I had to try it I was really surprised
0: well next time I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell you if it works for me or not so okay if I can remember to do it yeah but it's funny, okay. you, set okay. you set me up for the, pe- the perfect segue, because you were talking about, you know, when you, you just have to calm down and be still. Um, my mm-hmm. number, I guess number eight, um, comes from the big book. It is Psalms 4610. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. And I have Boom. always, like at times, like when I couldn't, I didn't know which direction to turn. I didn't know what was the right decision. Like, I just have always just been like, be still Heather, just be still and know that he's there and know that he's going to guide you, but you have to be still and you have to listen. You have to know, you know what I mean? You have to be aware of him talking to us. And I think that we know that he comes to us in the Holy spirit. And I think that, that, that one right there is one that's always just been advice is just be still. Um, And know that he is God. So, So, um, Somebody told Brooklyn the other day, which I thought was great advice, um, because she was uh, she was thinking about changing her major. She didn't change her major. She was going back and forth and back and forth. And um, one of her friends was like, God's already put your path in motion. He's already set your story, your journey in motion. You just have to stay on the path. And I, I know that I didn't say it as eloquently as her friend said it, but I just thought, man, what a powerful statement, because it's true. You know, if your you're, mm-hmm. your wheels are already in motion, you just have to to follow where he takes you. Um, and when I get a little yeah. lost or a little sideways, I just, that immediately comes to me and it's like, just be still and just listen at your surroundings and look around because he's going to tell you which way he wants you to go. So, and I, and I tease, oh, totally. um, you know, he sometimes he tries to nudge us, and if we don't listen, he shoves us, Um and so, you know, that's a thing, even if, even if we're still, and we're like, oh, hey, let's go this way, if you're on the wrong path, he's eventually going to jerk you back, so that's my What point. I said was. He's, he's, he's jerked me. He's, sometimes, you know, it's like that, let's push the little chicken out the nest, and oh, there she went, she flew, and then sometimes he's like punting me out of the nest, you know, so. He's like she I think she's she's gone deaf in her left ear. Let's <laughs> let's turn this volume up so she does what she's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. All right, number oh, 9. Number 9.
1: So, uh this uh one is I'll worry about you, but I won't let you worry me. And that comes from my husband Rico and he got that from his childhood pastor Fuller. Um, and he tells me this all the time because I, I worry, I'm a worrier and it's something I struggle with. And he'll say, I'll worry about you, but I won't let you worry me. And that's two different things. Like if you let things worry you or let people worry you, you're stressing about it. It's a stressful thing. Like if you're taking on the stress and the worry, instead of being like, Hey, I'll worry about you is more, I care about you and your situation. Um, but I'm not going to let it take over all the same. I like it. You know, I hope that makes sense. I like it. Yeah.
0: I like it. Yes. Yeah. All right. My last one, last but definitely not least, <clears throat> is um, y- years ago. <laughs> which I think everybody needs a therapist Uh but years ago I had a great therapist yeah Um, and I only stopped going to him because he started doing like his own insurance bill which I hate that I know that so many of them do the business Uh, like this man was phenomenal Uh, when I say like I mean he just when you go through a lot of things in your life um, like I did with what happened when Brooklyn was a baby uh, like you you have to have somebody that can guide you it's not your family you know it's not your friends it's like a third party um he was phenomenal but he had said go and do something nice for yourself like you're always doing things and even like being a mom we are always doing for our kids being you know spouse we're always Mm. doing for our spouse whatever it is we are always doing for other people we never take the time so I started going at that time um and getting my nails done because getting my nails done used to make me feel pretty um, and so that was my yeah. thing and of course I stopped because I mean after a while like you they break or you don't have time and then you're like oh it's expensive well now you know so I guess it's been about a three weeks ago I guess, um, you probably know because I walked into church like a boss with these bougie lash extensions. So knowing that Girl, Brooklyn, <laughs> knowing Brooklyn, you did, I did. But you know how much confidence I had that day. But knowing Brooklyn was about to move out, I wanted to do something for myself. I wanted to do something that made me feel good because I've done for my child for her entire life. That's what I picked, and so. I encourage everybody to find something, and it may be something you don't even realize that you enjoy doing. But go do something for yourself, splurge a little bit, and it will just change. It just that little extra piece of self care. Sometimes, like I literally, I I told the girl who did my lashes when I went for a fill, I was like, "Girl, I walked into church like a boss. You would have thought I was the hottest thing." <laughs> I walked in, and I was like, "Hey." <laughs> I said, really, I talked to three hey, people. <laughs> Literally, I talked to three people: you, your brother, Rico. <laughs> that was it. But I thought that I, you know, was somebody. But that is—it just gave me a little bit of confidence. I felt good about myself, so I encourage people to do something for yourself.
1: Gosh, what a what a good piece of advice, though. I mean, you're even speaking to me like that's so good. I didn't know that. That's why you did it. But that's so good that's to know. I, I mean, yeah, we all need that reminder. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yes.
0: Well, I thought about going okay. to get my nails done, but I'm going to give you a plug here. Sam sells Color Street, and I love them okay. <laughs> <laughs> because you can put them on your fingernails, and they'll last for like two weeks, and they come off really easy. And you do, them. and like to me, I find I find it hard to then go spend sixty or seventy dollars on nails when I can buy fingernails from you that I love. Um, and Granted, thank I you. haven't. I need to do them. I haven't done them in a few weeks. But um, I was like, I'm not gonna. Well, I'm not you, gonna do you that. get yeah. your nails done. Well, but like, that's not what I chose. I chose me. something else. Yeah. I know, but I'm just saying,
1: like some people who buy a color sheet for me, they'll they'll get their nails done or like professionally, you know, and they'll be like be weird and I'm like it's like, don't get there else like I'm not Dude put these that. things on your toes
0: it, like it lasts longer than a pedicure and like I am rough on my feet. Oh my gosh, I mean yes. I am dragging yeah. two dogs through this house out the back I right. mean I trip and fall <laughs> at least twice a day I mean I'm rough on my feet. They stay on your feet <laughs> more than a yeah. pedicure yeah. and if I chip one I usually have some backup I can fix whereas if I get a pedicure at the nail salon like I'm you know this little and that's the thing. Like I went piggy that went wee wee. Okay. All of a sudden, doesn't have his color sure. on it anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that's like I went. I kind of did something for myself um, last year when we went on vacation. I went and got a pedicure, and someone said something to me, and I was like, I, yeah." So you know, they're you know nail polish strips or whatever. But that doesn't mean I can't go get it. And I just wanted to see because it had been so long since I actually went and got anything done. But it, I was kind of disappointed because it didn't laugh like the way you know they do. I
0: but that doesn't like, mean I'm never going to go again. You know? I feel like as you get older you know you're I tell Brooklyn all the time <laughs> like even when you go to like a like a restaurant and they're like, Oh, we have a new chicken sandwich. I'm like, it's not new because it's better. It's new because it's cheaper. And, and I guess (laughs) I've learned that over the years doing like process improvement. Like when somebody has a new straw, it's because it's cheaper. If they have new cups, it's because they're (laughs) cheaper. It's anything to maximize your profit. And it it, it doesn't matter what you do or where you work. That's what companies are looking for. And so, like, I feel like nail polish isn't what it used to be because I feel like if I used to go and get my nails or my toes done, it would last for two, three weeks. Your toes would last all summer. Now it's like a weekend and they've chipped. So I even feel that, like, they have chipped the nail polish on us. (laughs) Hey, I'm going to take your word for it. Something's up. You so know, if there's a nail was, polish was, uh, mogul, <laughs> yeah, if there's a nail polish mogul out there, listen, I have listening. got your number. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Heather has figured you out. <laughs> they are like, this is the part where we stop listening to this crazy lady. She is a rambling <laughs> idiot, like she said she was going to be. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, now yep. we're going to go to worst advice. if Brooklyn was here she'd know what button to push I still push the wrong button so I'm not even going to attempt it so I'm going to start my first one is and this is probably going to cringe some people listening, but some of the worst advice is money doesn't buy happiness I disagree I think money can buy some happiness (laughs) I mean I'm just saying I mean I don't see a lot of Broke people, homeless people sitting on the side of the road, clapping their hands and having their best life. I mean, no, you Uh-oh. cannot be you cannot believe <laughs> <laughs> you cannot be completely happy on just money. But I do think that you have to have some money to be happy. I mean, I'm me mean, duck from the firing squad now, okay. but I I mean, I've been broke. Oh, but I've been poor. Yeah. I've been struggling, but, and I've been happy. I mean, wealth is in who you put your family around. I think there's a difference in being wealthy and having money because wealth, I think, is your family, your friends. And in that sense, I feel very wealthy. But I also think that in order to have less stress, especially in the society that we live in today, you have to be smart financially. So. And I
1: understand that perspective,
0: you know, um
1: I see why you <laughs> I see why you preface the the way that you did, but i I can see that perspective. I guess the thing is is that I think what you're saying, which correct me if I'm wrong, but I think what you're saying is that you have less stress
0: because you have some financial independence there you go and let me tell you I don't want no broke joker coming in here trying to date me because let me say dude if you got money we're gonna be a little bit more happier than if you ain't got no job so (laughs) no there. okay you know what I'm talking about there too like
1: yes so there but there's there's a difference between like someone who has no job and doesn't want a job and doesn't care and is lazy and someone who has a good job has something that they are passionate about, but they that job doesn't pay well. And then, right?
0: Well, I guess like you I, have, okay. I have, as most people have, busted my tail over the past couple I was single mom. My daughter was a competitive dancer, not cheap. Um, made sacrifices so that she could do that. Um, I'm in a field that is not what I went to college for. I enjoy my job. It's probably, if somebody said, what do you want to do all day long? It probably wouldn't be what I do all day long, but I, I love my job. I love my team. Um, but I guess at the end of the day, like I've worked too hard to have that financial independence that like, I think if somebody came in and they're like, I I guess they just need to bring to the table what I'm bringing to the table, if not more. But I, i know it sounds really shallow now that i'm like thinking about it i guess i'm just thinking well at the point i'm in in my life now now i want to be able to have some money to go and do things like that i haven't been able to do in the past so many years because i was financially strapped to make sure that my daughter was taken care of now i have a little bit more money to go on cruises or to travel and you know what i mean like so to have that money does well, yeah. a little bit of happiness. Be-
1: And you don't want to be taken advantage of. So I do understand what you're saying. Yeah. However, I feel like say someone came along who checked all the boxes and, you know, you guys were, you know, were well together, did well together, but he was in a job that didn't pay a lot, but he, that is, he's doing what he felt like he should be doing. Like, I don't feel like you would turn that away or look down upon that person. (sighs) Because of that one thing where I mean like what if you was a teacher or something like they don't make no what they yeah, should, okay you
0: you have a good point. I think what I'm thinking is like I don't want to meet somebody who puts me in their financial bad decisions. you know what I'm talking about like it, he may be he yes. may, he may yeah. not get paid very well. He may not live in the biggest house, but he's got his own house. You know, like, I guess I'm just saying, don't come to me where you owe all this child support money. You you know what i'm like i just am not gonna go in debt and i don't know how in the world it turned into i don't know how i mean it's suddenly i've done married some man that's broke as a joke because that's not even (laughs) i wrote it down what i meant i just went on a rant well it's just
1: clarifying it's (laughs) clarifying though i mean it's good to clarify what you're saying you know you're saying that if someone is not good with the money they have you don't want that being brought into your space and to start not, you know, affecting your money and what you're doing. But you're not saying if someone doesn't necessarily get paid a lot, but they make good financial decisions, that's good, that's fine. Well like, is it, what I'm hearing you say. And it I depends
0: on let me also put a disclaimer in here. It depends on where your priorities are. Because I have done a lot of soul searching over the years to where I feel like I'm in a good place spiritually. So I feel like my head is on my shoulders when I make decisions that I'm going to be guided by God first, not necessarily money. You know what I'm talking about? So I feel like you have to have your priorities, your family, your spiritual life, your finances in order for you to be able to say, yeah, if I had some extra money that could buy me happiness. You know what I mean? Like if you don't have all of that in order, that doesn't work. Does that make sense? Like if I'm being guided only by money, but I'm like, I'm not, I'm happy. I'm happy with where I'm with with God. I'm happy with my family. I'm happy with my friends. I couldn't ask for anything more than what I have today. God has literally blessed me with everything. But if he wanted to give me a little bit more money, he could buy me a little bit more happiness. You know what what I'm saying? (laughs) But I have to have the rest of my life in order for me to even have that mentality I guess and that's what I meant by checking all the boxes
1: yeah where your priorities are this way and if that person's priorities were the same as yours you know but they just had a job that didn't pay the same salary that yours did I don't think you would I don't think that you would turn like look down upon that as okay this isn't something I'm willing to consider
0: no, because, I I, right. I guess and just, I've always been the type that's been like, uh, I have dated moochers. They, what, yeah. and, and knowing that I have, was a single mom on struggling, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like, and then to, for somebody yeah, to come in to and be like, boundaries. oh, I need to borrow $200. Yeah. Uh, no, dude, I need you to have $200 no. if I need to borrow $200, you know?
1: Yes. And that, that makes sense though. Mm-hmm. That makes total sense. What you're saying is, you know, where you're coming from is you are not going to let someone knock your priorities off of where you have them. And, and that me, is wise.
0: Let me also be clear. If there's a really good looking man that does not work and he wants to <laughs> m- marry me and he wants to clean the house and he wants to cook dinner and everything, I would be open to no, that. Mother, you <laughs> need
1: to have a job.
0: I mean, you, <laughs> now I look, mean, you have to
1: because you want to respect the person, too. Like, there has to be a mutual respect there, and that might work for a little bit. But you're right. Over it would time, get old. It would get old. You're,
0: you're so yes. resenting that person.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, and you know, you don't know what God might have in store for you in, in that area. I mean, we, you know, you don't know, you never know. But you, <laughs> you want, no matter what it is, like you want the respect there from I from won't Him. Be and still. For him.
0: I won't be still long enough to listen to what God's trying to tell me in that department, Samantha. You should know that. <laughs> I
1: did well, not take we're not my not own advice. On it. Okay.
0: Yes, you will. You will.
1: You will. So, yeah, but please have a job or, you know, have, you know, you got to have some, you know, some <laughs> something. Okay. I don't even know where we're where, already.
0: We, we <laughs> Your going? first bad advice. <laughs> <laughs> a, this is a hot damn mess is what this is. <laughs> <laughs> and, pl- and hopefully people that know us know that most of this is all in jest and I just am you know, shooting the bull with my friend here on this podcast, but yeah, it is funny It's not because I, I can hear yeah. I can hear somebody I now. I can't believe she said that online. Can you believe she thinks like that? Yeah.
1: Well, if they, if they listen to the whole thing, then they know where you are coming from. Right. And that goes back to what we are talking about earlier about, you know, giving the, the space for people to explain and listen, you know, put yourself in someone else's shoes where you're coming from. <laughs> you know see good advice number four (laughs) yeah go see you know rewind back to whatever we were talking about before because i you know i have not walked in your shoes so i'm not gonna when you're saying what you were saying i'm not gonna immediately jump on that and assume i know all the things so you're you explain it to me and and
0: now we understand it's fine look god's gonna send me the best man he's gonna be broke he's gonna test me just because i said that (laughs)
1: The Lord does have a sense of humor. However, He would bring if if it was who He chose, it would be an honorable person. He would not move off of you.
0: Please, and just, if He tried, then please he, you just know, have him. A, right just have him. It. Let him have a little bit of money and a job. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and, and no mama issues. <laughs> oh my Oops. goodness! Oops, my list is getting Girl, too long. I better be quiet. It's <laughs> just getting it longer, longer and longer. Okay, your bad advice. Okay, my bad. <laughs> Or my not
1: my bad advice. The worst advice we've been given. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what this is, right? Okay. Yeah. Um do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> so that is bad advice. Because yes. I mean, you if you are doing how do we how do we say how do we talk about it? I mean it's self explanatory really.
0: Well, especially as um, a parent. As a parent you cannot have as a that. Parent. Yeah. No, because you have to be a mentor, yeah. Mm -hmm. And there's always somebody watching, like, even when you don't realize Mm -hmm. there are people watching you, there are people watching you, whether it be friends, whether it be family, and that they're always watching. People always want mentors, and people, I mean, we're just never happy with what we have, so we always want to be like other people for some reason. Um, people are going to watch. So if you're saying one thing and doing something different, the message that you're trying to get across is just completely null and void at that point. Cause it's like, if you're not going to live it, then it must not be that important.
1: That's it. Yeah, that's good. That's right. I mean, you know, and you, um, and when people are watching you or your kids are watching you, I mean, it's, it's all of it, right? I mean, you don't want to fake it you know, it let it be what it is, the good, the bad, the ugly, whatever. But, you know, just like, you know, I, my daughter's seen me, you know, get really upset and have to come back and apologize and different things like that. So, I mean, I'm not going to hide that. She needs to know that, you know, I'm a human and I'm, I still do things wrong and I'm going to apologize when, when I do, but I'm not going to say to her, do as I say, not as I do, because I need to do what I'm saying. If it's, right. if it's right for her to, do that then it needs to be right for me too
0: i think the only time that that advice is good advice is if you say do as i say not as i did because i feel like sometimes we've done things and it's like look i may have done it but that may not that's not the way that it should be and just because i did it doesn't make it right so i think if you change it a little bit to be like do as i say not as i did in the past tense, mm-hmm. then that might be some mm-hmm. good advice. But it would have, you know, yeah, because you have you're to be living different now experience. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, you're coming from experience and being like, "Hey, I don't want you to make the same mistakes that I did." And this is what I did, and it, this is how it turned out. You know. So, yeah, if you're talking in the past tense, you're coming from experience. If you're talking in the present, then I mean, that means you're doing it. Yep. And they're seeing it, uh, and you can't be. I mean, it's it's. Is to think they're not going to do what they
0: see right So yeah all right number three follow your heart oh yeah yeah you ha- yeah. while you want to follow your heart you still have to go with your gut you still have to go with your logical thinking your brain mm-hmm. um yep. so i i don't think you can just follow one or the other um brooklyn has the best gut instinct um my mom was like that like my mom we could meet people mm-hmm. and immediately she could read those people and like it was almost like a, she could <laughs> be a fortune teller and th- let me tell you what this person's gonna do blah 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 and sure enough that <laughs> like that would play out. I'm like, how did she know that like friends and stuff um but you just can't follow. you can't just go on emotion alone. you have to make decisions with every part of your being and be aware of. You know, if, you're, if your heart's saying one thing, your gut's saying something else, usually your gut's right. Brooklyn, you can ask her. Like, I just never seen, for her to be so young and to have that gut instinct, and it's almost crazy. But, um, yeah, just don't always follow your heart.
1: Yeah. No, that's great advice. Because, I mean, if you really think about it, if you just really sit down and think about it, like, how many times have our emotions Caused us to do something we wish we wouldn't have done.
0: The past hour, you know, <laughs> guilty <laughs> all day long, and guilty over here too, all day. Yep. All right, number. So yeah, that's great advice. Four? Is that what we're on? Number four? Mm-hmm. Number
1: uh, oh yeah. Sorry. Okay. Uh, yeah, number four. Um, do whatever you want. God wants you to be happy. So, that is bad advice in my opinion, um, someone actually said that to me one time and what they were trying to get me to do obviously was not a good thing, <laughs> you know? And I just, um, I don't think God necessarily wants us to be unhappy. I mean, he does I mean, I don't believe that, but happiness and joy are two different things. So let's clarify that to you.
0: Happiness and like, what?
1: Happiness Joy. Enjoy. Okay. So yeah. So like if you like happiness is temporary. So happiness is some of the things like we were sort of um referring to earlier, like going on a vacation or something like that. Like it's temporary, but joy is something that you have all the time. In the good times, bad times, like you it's a freedom in knowing uh, that God is in charge and that everything's going to be okay, even if it's bad right now. So, um, I don't think we should just do whatever we want. I just
0: well, bad don't. decisions don't. If I did whatever, yeah. You can't just say, Well, I'm gonna don't. make these bad decisions, but it makes me happy. So, if I'm happy, God's okay with that. You still have to do what's right, right? Right, yeah. And if you,
1: if you choose not to, then you, you have to take on and accept that you chose to do something that's not okay. Like
0: you you, if you somebody choose that, to that, that. That is horrible advice well, to give somebody. Well, <laughs> you know, just do whatever. Well, we,
1: yeah, well, we were, <laughs> we were young and they were doing something they wanted me to do too. And I was just like, "No, I'm good. And they were like, just do whatever you want. I'm like, I want you to be happy. <laughs> and um, I think they knew that the reason I I didn't want to is because I felt like, or maybe I, I think I did probably say, I just, you know, I feel like God would want me to do that. um, And th- there, I don't think they would give me the advice today, but in the moment it was, I'm going to go do this and I want you to do it with me, you know? And so that was, you know, their pitch to try to get me to do it with them.
0: I'm like, I'm good. I'm okay. Thanks. Next time we go eat, Samantha, and I ordered like French fries or something, I want you to go. God would not want you to eat those French fries see if that works on me. (laughs) Because I'd be like, ah, he wants me to be happy.
1: Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Well, when people
0: make bad decisions, they, uh, I mean, it's how many people can I get to make the bad decision? Because then I'm not making the bad decision because everybody's making the bad decision.
1: Yeah, they're trying to justify what they're doing. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: All right. Number five, I think. Yes, everybody has to go to college. Like when I was growing up, that was you have to go to college. That was I mean, I just always had heard that. But I feel like and of course, I preach that into my child. um, Everybody, you need to go to college, you need to go to college. But it was more I wanted her to have an education. And I think nowadays, we've learned that, like trade industries, they have so many different options for people to go and get the education of these various trades that I feel oh, yeah. like, to me, knowledge is power. Um, education Absolutely. is power. And so whether it be a college education, whether it be a trade education, I just feel like college isn't for everybody. Um, and yeah, I agree. that's, I mean, a parent, I mean, like, it, I've even told Brooklyn, she's come home, and I'm like, that kid won't make it through. Like, I'll be surprised if he comes back next year. Um, but I think everybody has to continuously invest in their education. And so if you don't have an education, you don't continue to grow that, I think you get left behind. Um, So I I think now you can't really say when you graduate high school, everybody needs to go to college because that's not for everybody. And Brooklyn and I have even had the conversation because she really wants to pursue dance and she's Majoring, She's got a dual major right now. I think she wants to either own a dance studio or be an occupational therapist. It kind of keeps changing. But I've even told her if dance is the route that you want to pursue, college may not be the right place for you. You might should be investing in other schools and other programs to grow that. So um, mm-hmm. while we always want our kids to have a college education, sometimes that's not the the right. We don't want to push them into something that they're not going to be happy or they're not going to benefit from. So. I think that's Absolutely. not the best and they advice may be anymore. Hurt from it. Yeah. Yeah,
1: well they may be hurt from it too because you know, uh push them into a ton of student loans for something they didn't want to do in the first place and then they have to figure out how to pay that back and then, you know, they still have to figure out what they want to do with their life. I mean, it does need to it is a conversation that needs to be had. Yep. Um over and over. Because it's not an easy thing, so yeah, I totally agree with you.
0: Well, and people shouldn't look down on their kids if that's not the route they want to take. I mean, even if you went to college, oh yeah, your no. kids don't decide. Don't shame them into making them feel like they have to. Because right now we need trades, and I mean, like we are hurting for some of this because we de- like there's a whole kind of generational gap here of <laughs> electricians and plumbers and painters and and all of that. Um, so if your kids can go and learn those sorts of trades, they probably make a lot more money than normal people that have college educations now because it is in such high demand they can work, you know, most of the time on their own and own their own businesses. I mean, it's there's the sky's the limit now, I think, for more than just people who have a college education. I even think like when I graduated from college, there was a girl that went to high school with me, and I remember she didn't go to college by the time I got out of college and she had four years in the workforce, she couldn't hardly keep up with her salary because she already had four years experience and four years underneath her belt where, you know, like I feel like I was a yes. behind. So yeah. Forcing your kid to go to college isn't always the best thing for them to do. Yeah.
1: And I do think again, like it depends. Every situation is different. So you need to look at every situation, right. you know, like you don't want your kid just, sitting around well I don't know what to do so I'm gonna sit here and watch tv and like no that's not you know what we're saying at all but what do they want to do and then help them figure out the best way to achieve that with is you know least amount of debt that they can and I mean it's just it's you're right because experience matters and education matters and all that matters but like you can't have all of it you know at one time like there you can't go to school full-time and then be in the workforce full-time and then, you know, do internships and all these other things. Like there's a path for each person. So you just have to help them figure out what that path is. Well, I see
0: too many people posting, like there's these parent pages for the schools that talks about, you know, like the different age groups. And one of these parent pages, I mean, I'm telling you, there are tons of people out there that are worried about their kids because they forced them to go to college and then their kids get two or three years in and they're miserable. They're severely depressed They haven't gotten involved in anything. And, like, that was one thing I told Brooklyn. Like, I knew she'd be on the dance team. She'd want to be on the dance team. But, like, with the sorority thing, I didn't know at first which way she would go. And I was like, get involved in something. Because it's so big. It's a whole new community. And I used to tease her. I was like, when you go go Greek and you join a fraternity or sorority, you're going to run into somebody Greek everywhere. And she laughs now because she's like, you're right. Every class I have somebody has on letters that I, I mean like she was like it's like a small community within this big community and I feel like if you have to get plugged in when you go to like a state school that's as big as this one up here you have to get plugged in and so like I think about these kids who probably are a little bit lost in their early you know 1920 21 their parents have probably pushed them to go to college they don't quite know what they want to do they've come up here they don't really know anybody they don't really they're not plugged in these kids are like severely depressed to where like their families have to take them out of school and take them home, and they're like, we're hoping that we can we'll take a year to like get them in therapy. Like it's really sad to see these kids spiral wow. down the way that they do. They're like they never leave their dorm, they never leave their apartment. We've tried to get them to go, you know. I mean, there's so much to do, but they're just not plugged in. So, um, you know, maybe if they'd come to college and got plugged in to a group. Maybe they would have had a completely different experience, or maybe college just isn't for them. Maybe they're, you're just forcing them into this shell of a person that you've imagined them to be, and they're just not ever going to fit that, and you have to be okay with that, um, which is hard as a parent, you know, because we want all of our kids to grow up to be, what's the the song, doctors and lawyers and such. You know what I'm, talk- you know, I'm saying? Wow. You know, mamas don't well, let your babies you grow song, up to be I cowboys or what whatever it is, yeah. Oh, um, We want them to grow up to be doctors and lawyers or whatever. I mean, that's kind of, you know, the sky's the limit. Our kids are all going to be rocket scientists, you know, in the back of our heads. That's not the case. Um, Well, you want them to be in in all, like a well rounded, healthy person. Right. That is what you really want.
1: So if that's not going to help that, then that's maybe not the best way to go.
0: Right. No. All right. Number seven. Is that right? So, oh, gosh. Goodness gracious. Okay.
1: So this one has a story behind it. Um, Eat saltine crackers before your feet hit the floor. So do you want to guess what this advice was for?
0: Uh, Being pregnant, being drunk. Yeah. Is it for real?
1: (laughs) Yes. So listen, so I I was really sick, pregnant, and, you know, had a difficult uh, pregnancy and all that, but that's not what this is about. Uh, But when I was a few weeks, months pregnant, um, you know, I was sick every day. I was sick every single day up until the day before Catherine was born. Like I, you know, vomit, all that. And so, and I would just feel horrible. And so there was a girl that worked with us that told me she was pregnant too. And she was just scarfing down food all the time. And we were about the same uh, far, you know, the same amount of time far along. I'm not saying that right
0: we were. I knew what you meant. How do you say that? Okay. Y'all are about, um, so, you're about the same. Uh, y- oh my gosh. Now, now I don't know. Right? I know what you're talking about. Y'all both were work. pregnant about the same time at the same far along. I knew what you're trying Thanks. to say. How do you say yeah. that? <laughs> okay. We'll have to take that offline. Know. This is like, a. this is crazy. <laughs> okay. Y'all are both about so. as far along at the same time. Something like that
1: yeah there you go that sounds that's better than what I have um, so I mean and she's eating and I'm hungry okay like I'm missing food I'm like I just want to eat something and keep it down and so um she's scarfing down like extra long chili cheese conies two at a time oh gosh and like fries and like tons of food and so I'm like is this normal you know, I just need to be eating, like, I need to figure out how I can eat, so I talked to her about it, and I was like, what, and I said, do you feel nauseous, because I'm wondering, are we just different, or, and she's like, oh, yeah, I I feel nauseous in the morning, and I was like, okay, not any other time, she's like, no, and I said, well, do you do something to help that, and she was like, I eat salt and crackers before my feet even hit the floor, so she was like, put some at your, you know, on your, like, nightstand, and before your feet hit the floor, go ahead and, you know, eat them and it'll you know it makes me feel better and I was like okay so I could not wait to try this because I just wanted to eat like i <laughs> I just wanted to eat <laughs> I don't know how you know I was so hungry and so um I did it and it didn't work and so later a few weeks later we find out that she's not pregnant she was trying to gain weight to make her boyfriend <gasps> think she was pregnant so was are you about. for real Yeah, I'm so This is a soap opera. (laughs) I was mad. I was like, I mean, just for like the false hope of like, she gave me some real advice that was going to help me. So now I have have people say.
0: Okay. People are crazy. I don't know.
1: I mean, she, I'm telling you, she was downing like at two, like meals for two to three people at like uh, just by herself she was eating that type, And I was just like, okay, is that what a normal pregnancy is like? You know what I mean? Like, cause I don't know. I, I, I didn't have anyone to ask. I, I don't know. And I so, was sick as a dog. I'm my naked. first
0: trimester, I lost 17 pounds my first trimester to the point to where oh my, my goodness, dad gracious. was like, are you sure you're pregnant? And I'm like, yes, I'm positive. But I, my body didn't um, absorb minerals. So it was the prenatal vitamins that would make me sick. Because I would try to eat saltines and everything. And finally, one day, the nurse at the doctor's office was like, don't take those vitamins anymore. She was like, go get you Flintstones, chew one at night and one in the morning. Because it's really like the folic acid is the most important part that you need. Literally, I was never sick a day after that when she told me that. I I puked for wow. three months. Like, and when I say, like, I couldn't even eat saltines. Like, I couldn't even keep saltines and yeah. Sprite down. Um, but I remember when mm-hmm. I went for my ultrasound. And, of course, I'm tall and had, like, a long torso anyway. And the girl was like, what are you here for? <laughs> and I was like, my <laughs> ultrasound. <laughs> and she was like, are you sure? It was, like, 18 or 19 weeks. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Wow. And So I remember we went back there. I think she thought I was full of it. When we went back there, she was like, well, you sure are. She was like, I'd never seen somebody this far along. And then it was like the very next day, it was like, poof, like it all popped out. So it was like, they jinxed me. Um, wow. But yeah, like, I, I don't know either what that's like. Cause I, I mean, I, I'm sure I ate good. I'm, I know I didn't starve cause I did gain weight with Brooklyn, but I, it was miserable to be that sick. So I can't imagine being that sick the whole pregnancy.
1: Oh, my goodness. I know. Because I, I gained the whole pregnancy, eight pounds. And she was four pounds when she was born. And then she dropped, her weight dropped. So it was I was just sick the whole time. I remember it was going. Just I don't
0: was, know if it was like a fair. I remember going somewhere with some friends of mine. Um, And I was puking over like a, you know, like a big garbage can or like, you know what I'm talking about? It looks like (laughs) a barrel. I remember like leaned over puking into that. But um, I remember telling my best friend Carrie that I was pregnant and we went to Target. We had met to, I don't know if we met to go walk and like she could see it all over my face and she's like, forget it. Let's just go to Target. But I remember (laughs) when we were walking around Target, she may not even remember this, but We kept, like, hearing baby cries, and, like, every time I'd hear a baby cry, like, we would look at each other, and then we went to Lowe's to get something, and I remember, like, reaching up to get it, and she was like, no, 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 don't do that, don't, don't reach like that. I was like, I think I'm okay, but um, I remember, like, she, like, as soon as I got in her car, like, she could just see it all over my face, and she was like, you're pregnant. I was like, Mm -hmm. "Mm -hmm." yeah, but, um, Mm. so, yeah. No, it seems like so far. You know, it seems like yesterday, but yet so long ago.
1: It definitely seems like another lifetime ago for me, too. Yeah.
0: All right. This is a good one. This is number eight. I think. Eight. I don't know. I don't don't even know. Sticks and stones may break your bones, but words may never hurt you. My mom used to say that mm. to me all the time. Words hurt to me. I'd rather have my bones broken than somebody tell me something that's going to stay with me my entire life. Um, So that's not good advice. Like, uh, just people say hurtful things that you don't ever get over. And there are things that have been said to me in my life. To this day, something can happen. And that's the first thing that pops into my my mind. Um, And I would much rather be able to wash that away so that was that is not true and that is not good advice to tell somebody
1: i agree and i'm glad that you brought that one up because that's that is a good one your words definitely matter and they i mean they do stick with you you know when someone says something hurtful all right okay um my next one is uh do not marry outside of your race okay so Obviously, the listeners uh, don't know what race I am or anything like that, but I am Italian and mixed with a whole bunch of other things.
0: You're an Italian so, that needs a Spanish menu everywhere you go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. So, yes, we, my family, we look, we, I mean, I don't know. I, don't think, think you, I don't think
0: you look Hispanic. So, okay, it cracks me up most when... People do, yeah. Yeah. Your brother probably looks a little bit more than you do, but like to me, you don't, but yeah. But the other day in church when they were like, do you need this in Spanish, I thought need Spanish one. I was yeah. going to pee my pants. Cause you say that all the time. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, yeah. it just happened in front of my face. So,
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, when we moved here, uh, when I was a little kid, um, I mean, you know, we look different than a lot of people in our apartments, uh, but, you know, whatever. So when I got older and started to, I want to say date, but not really, but, you know, be interested in boys or whatever. uh, One of my friend's parents, her mom said that to me uh, when I was like talking to a black boy. And she was like, don't date outside your race. And I was like, I mean, I'm how, how am I supposed to find someone that is exactly all the percentages of things that I am? Like, I'm mixed with everything, so I don't know how to do that. That's why know? that's
0: why Rico's so, really been doing those DNA tests on your whole family.
1: Really, he's trying to, <laughs> right? I'm like, what if we come back related, you know? Um, <laughs> wouldn't that be awful? Uh, but yeah, so, um I went and told my dad what she said and he was like, Oh my gosh, no. He was like, no. he was like, we, he was like, how in the world, where did that come from? Like where, you know, like I have Vietnamese siblings, I have Mexican siblings, like we're Italian. Like there's all this, there, there's just no way. Like he, and her thing was she felt like it was biblical. Well, my dad was I'm like, glad
0: no. you brought that up because I think that sometimes people, that's where they think that stems from. Cause you know, in the, like, in the Bible, there were times where they're like, so-and-so should not marry the tribe of so-and-so. And so I think in their mind, yes. they think that that's what that means. But nowhere in right. the Bible that does it not say, that right, I think that's just telling a story of, I mean, it's the same thing as like you think about like different Indian tribes. You know, back in the day, they would say, well, so-and-so from this Indian tribe should not be with so-and-so of that Indian tribe because that's, those were like the laws of the land based on those you know, just how people lived in the way that they the grouped their families system. and stuff like that. So I think that's people misread the Bible when they read that oh so and so shouldn't be with the tribe of so and so. I think that they were morphing that into what they wanted to be yeah, what they wanted it to be, yeah, which was to be racist um
1: so and that was the thing is like this was this was not a uh spiritual woman by any stretch of the imagination. like she would like nothing else she would never pull the Bible out about well, there you anything go. else ever. Um, this was, she pulled the Bible out and pointed to this passage and, um, I, you know, I want to do what God wants me to do. And so whatever that means, just you know, do what you want to um, do, I, and Samantha, have,
0: and God will want you to be it, happy, you know? <laughs> be happy. Right. Exactly.
1: <laughs> Uh, But I also, you know, was not raised to, and thank God I wasn't to just take anyone's word for anything. Like I need to have my own opinion. I need to do my own research. I need to, you know, uh, think for myself, critically think for myself. And so I like went to my pastor at the time and he was not, he did not help with that. And so, and my dad, and like, it was just like, what the Bible is talking about is do not intermix in your belief systems. So if you are a Christian and you believe these sets of things, then it is advising you to not be with someone who be- does not believe in those same things because you're setting yourself up for fail. Yep, you're not um, going to be on the same page. Now
0: I can and so, I can testify uh, to that. It does not work. They need to be running to Jesus as fast as you're running to Jesus.
1: Yeah, if you are, then yeah, they mm-hmm. need to be. You know, and so that is what it is talking about. That is what. God's intention for those passages in scripture is talking about. And so people who want to use that uh, to be racist are going to, I mean, that's just what it is. Um, but that is not what God intended. And my goal when reading scripture is what did God, what is God trying to tell me? Not what you are trying to tell me. Like what is God, what is his intention here? Yep. So yeah, that was her. Uh, and it was very confusing for me because not that I, I mean, I, I, I just was like, Okay, I get that all of you guys are white, but I'm not. So, like, how do I do this? And at the, and me at the time, I didn't realize that they they have mixtures of things too. They just probably don't know, right. you know, of in their DNA. And so, but I knew I was different and had other things. And you know,
0: anyway. So yeah, that was not good advice. That is not good advice. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Well. That's a, whole di- that's a whole different episode we'll have to go into. Okay, my last okay. one, number number nine. I obviously can't count. My last one was number seven. Yours was number eight. Now I'm at number nine. High school is the best years oh, of your yeah. life. It is not. Oof. The, no, it wasn't for me either. I feel like people think that because you don't have any responsibilities usually you know what I'm talking about like high school is supposed to be carefree yeah. it's right before you actually graduate and you have to either go to college or you know get a trade or become an whatever it is that you may be that that's like the last best years of your life and I don't find that to be true I find that there's I probably enjoyed my mid to late 20s more than I did my college years um when I actually owned a house and had a job, I mean, we I really had a lot of responsibilities because of who I surrounded myself with and what I did um, with my life. Um, I find, of course, it's hard to even pick being a parent because just the whole experience is amazing. It's hard. Some of the teenage years are hard. I've been blessed. I've got a good kid. She's got a mouth on her. That's mainly what gets her in trouble. And it's a mouth that is just like my mouth. So when you mix the two it's not a good situation i'm just gonna be real but like i don't know like the year i feel like her years as a baby were kind of blurred because i was trying to get my life together and be a single mom and just trying to survive to say the least so i don't feel like i got Mm -hmm. to enjoy her being a baby when because of that situation um but then i feel like you know then she you know, she's growing up, she goes to school, she's dancing, she's in middle school, she's in high school. Now she's in college. To me, I, the years I have now with her are just as fun as those years when she was little. And I used to take her to the we used to go to the children's theater for like, we'd have season tickets and go to every play that they had. Like, oh, so yeah. my thing is, like, I can't, it's hard for me to pick what are the best years of my life, because I, I think that they just keep getting better so oh that's um, so good yeah
1: yeah that's so good i know someone said something well someone my husband uh he was my husband at the time when he said this but um he was like you you know before we get married and stuff
0: (laughs) this was (laughs) was pre-marriage this is pre-marriage rico
1: (laughs) yeah this is pre-marriage rico he wasn't as wise as he is now uh but he said something like you know do you just want to like go you know go get out there and you know do the Go to clubs and have all this time and whatever like before we get married he's like you and I was just like, that's just like I've had a lot of life already like i I'm ready to not I don't care about that you know and so we were talking about it after our last vacation we went on a Disney cruise, and I was like, this is what I mean like this is the stuff I look forward to in life is this type of thing with my family like to me, this is living the life, not out doing whatever till when you know what I mean like I was my point was just that you know he was you know I got when we got married I was 21 and he just was concerned that like do I need to get out there and do all the you know club stuff all the time and do I need to do that before we get married and I was like that's not I don't I'm not interested in that you know that's not what I'm interested in.
0: But he, um, but validly, there are people that get married young and then they never get that out of their system and it impacts their marriage later on. So I think he was probably just trying to and say, that's hey, where, look, and that's yeah. where, he had
1: seen that. Yes. yes, he had seen that in other people, um, and that's fine. I understand that, and I'm not better or worse than anybody. I mean, I did things, but, and that was my point: is I lived a lot of life early in life, and I was ready for the normalcy. You know, like I just want a normal quiet yep. like you know life and that's what I wanted for me that was living the life um so I you know and we went on that Disney cruise and I was like stuff like this like to me that's this is huge that we just went on Disney cruise and like we had all this fun and it was great like for me that's living the life and so he wasn't trying to be a jerk by saying that he was probably trying to you know but I'm just like that's not I'm not that's not for me you know so yeah I get what you're saying about People say like your high school years are the best years of your life. I think what they're talking about is before all the responsibility comes, like soak that up. And I do understand that. Like Rico loved his high school years. Um, but at the same time, I mean, it's not over. Like your life's not over. Nope. You know, there's a lot of life to be lived and have. And, you know, like you're saying, like there's so much, so many different seasons you go through that are very fulfilling. So yeah,
0: I think that was good. I do think that was a good one. All right. That's our best and yeah. worst advice. That's a lot of advice. Bam. Bam. That's a lot. Oh, I have
1: one more. Oh, what is I it? I have one. Were we? Are we done? Or, or am oh, wait, I supposed to have another wait, one? Wait, today? wait, wait, Does wait. Let me, look, let
0: me look. Let me look. Do I not know how to count?
1: Oh, gosh. Oh, no. Well, I feel like I've been talking a lot. Hold on. So maybe. Money doesn't buy solid.
0: happiness. Follow your heart. Everyone has to go to college. Sticks and stones. Break your bones. High school are the best. Um, Let's see. And then. No, you do have one more. How do we miss you? Do you want to do it or do you want to call it? I don't know. You because do it. I've do it. Up do it. You want me to do it? Do it.
1: Okay. So my last one is um, be more confident. I really hate when someone says that to me. Because I am confident in the things that I'm confident about, and I don't have confidence in things that I don't have confidence about. I mean, I don't think we should be confident about every single thing.
0: No, I agree. You no, know? I agree. Mm-hmm.
1: So, I don't know how to fix a car, so I'm not going to confidently tell you how to fix a car. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, don't.
0: So the moral of the story is, is, if we broke down on the side of the road and we need a flat tire changed, we are both screwed.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I told Rico, he, know, he knows. Like, if something happens to me and my phone goes dead or something and I'm on the side of the road, I'm not getting out. I'm going to sit there and I'm not going to let anyone help me. They'd have to tow me away. Yeah. I'm not rolling down the window. He's just He will find me. I will wait. Yeah. And that's what we're doing. That's
0: awful. I probably shouldn't have said that. No, I no, platform. I agree. That to me that's one of the <laughs> <But>. <laughs> scariest things is like you don't ever know who's gonna pull over and help you. They might be the nicest person in the world or you might be walking into a disaster. So Exactly. I mean, I've
1: had people where like they've tried to tell me I had a flat tire and me pull over and I didn't.
0: Like stuff like that. Well, now, like people even think that there's police that are pulling them over and they're not even police. Exactly. So. Right. My mom used to say all the time, (laughs) this is unsolicited advice, but she used to even say, if you get pulled over, um, call 911 and say, I'm being pulled over because they would be able to say, yes, there's somebody behind you. Like, which I've never Mm -hmm. done. It was always obvious that there's, that was a police officer that was pulling me over. I've not been pulled over. I mean, Not even 10 times in my life. But the times that I had been pulled over, it was very obvious who was pulling me over. But, I mean, like, if it was nighttime and I couldn't tell, absolutely. Or, or like, I even tell Brooklyn, drive to a lighted area. Like, if, so that you know, if it's a gas station, and and here's the thing, whatever happens after that, just be like, I was, I am in here by myself, stuff happens, and I'm not going to pull over on the side of a road and not know that you're a police officer, you know. Yeah. So, but anyway, which then I also say if you weren't texting and driving or if you weren't speeding, you wouldn't have to worry about it. But that's neither here <laughs> nor there. All right. So, Sam, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. You I hope me. you had fun. Yeah. I know this was a lot different than as a grilling you last time about songwriting, but um, I hope that you had just as much fun just chatting Enough with life. me. You'll be FF. Always. Yeah, yeah. we'll talk it up And I'll be walking yeah. into church on Sunday again With my bougie eyelashes <laughs> With them girl, yes I was late to my aunt's birthday Like we were all supposed to get there at 1 o'clock And I was like, I'm going to be late Like the only time I can get my fill is at a certain time So then I had to walk in And they're like, where have you been? I was like, my eyes have been taped shut <laughs> And they were like, what? <laughs> and then I was like, I'll getting my eyelashes And they're like, really Heather? And I'm like, look, yes Like there's certain days. Yes, really. This is what I chose to pay for myself. Right. Well, and if like too many of them fall out, you have to pay the full price. Whereas if you still have fifty percent, you pay a fill. So I can either pay this amount or I can double it and pay more. Well, of course I'm gonna go get my lashes done. So. Yep. That's that financial good decision making we were talking about earlier. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) All right. Um, Next episode, we have Julius Pierce, one of my favorite people um Brooklyn has ever been friends with he is a offensive lineman at Middle Tennessee State um he is a transfer from FIU they play Alabama September 2nd we had him in and interviewed him and uh we had a lot of fun he's just one of my I I feel like I've like taken him under my wing because he doesn't he's from Orlando so like his mom lives far away um, I've just kind of adopted him as my own. So um, him and Brooklyn are, are big buds. Love him to death. He's going to be on next week, so make sure you listen to that. Um, and he was on a couple weeks ago. He and was. was really good. He did the strangest world records with us. While we had him here, we sucked oh, yeah. him. In. We sucked him into it because he he was fun. Um, and so we had to tape that one. Yeah. And I was like, "Do you just want to stay on and tape that additional one with us?" And he was like, "Heck yeah!" He, when I say he's such a just sweetheart, like he opens doors for me and Brooklyn both, like he gets mad. Like if I open the door, he will slam the door shut until I let him open up the door. He does the same thing for Brooklyn. He's (laughs) just, he is good people. Um, And when he transferred up here, I don't even know him and Brooklyn met somehow on Instagram. She was like, just trying to be the new transfer. She was just kind of trying to follow them on social media and like their stuff. And then it was like her birthday. And he said, Hey, happy late birthday. And they've been like the best buds ever since. So, Um, yeah, he's, he's fabulous, but he's, he's (laughs) yeah, he's fun. You'll really enjoy his episode um, next week. So I can't wait. Thank you again. Um, everybody have a good week. Uh, until we talk to you again, see you later.
1: All right.